You ready? It's about that time. You're listening to Hoop Waves with Marlena Rodriguez. Hey guys, um, welcome back to Hoop Waves podcast. I'm so happy to speak to you guys again. And like always, I have a guest that's pretty, pretty, um, pretty experienced within the sports industry and a very creative person, which I love creators because they just bring you into like another world. So anyway, let me welcome Alexander Lorenzo, videographer and creator um, with Ball is Life. Alex, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much, Marlena. I just, I first just want to like really say how much I appreciate you reaching out. Oh my gosh, of course. Recognizing my work and also what you're doing is super cool and creative yourself. And I've always loved podcasts. Probably like four or five hours of my day is dedicated to listening (laughs) to podcasts. It's something I've always wanted to be involved in. So as soon as you contacted me, it was a, a no brainer. Oh my gosh. Well, that makes me so happy because, you know, I don't get all that stuff, but, but thank you so much for the kind words. I really appreciate it, but I'm so happy to have you on. Um, like I said, everyone, he's a videographer and creator and I feel like everyone has like, you know, dives into a little bit of, you know, everyone's like their own creative way and like whether it's creating videos, certain content. So, but you do this for a living, which is really exciting. Yes. Um, (laughs) Some people, because I think some people think of it as a hobby in some way, like, oh, I just do it on the side, but you do it full time. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of a fun, fun thing, but going straight um, back to the beginning, how did you um, first start in videography and being a creator? Uh, I always, always, like even when I was a a young kid in grade school and high school, I'd always just had a fascination toward editing and how a movie was put together and how videos were put together. I would... Um, you know, even if I didn't shoot the footage myself or even if it was photos, I would always make little videos and slideshows of my family, of my sister and her activities and everything. So I just nice. always it was always in me. But the um, the whole plan of like, oh, I was going to be the sports videographer. That was not even uh, in my conscious at the time. Wow. But I was obsessed with sports, obviously, mm-hmm. and I played played sports my whole life. And I went off to college and I played college basketball and once it was clear that my future professionally wasn't going to be in college basketball, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I mean, in uh, basketball, unfortunately, I still wanted to stay in sports. And I kind of combined my love for sports and my love for videography and creating and um, started doing what I am today, what I'm doing today. But it's just it's a long journey. And you, it's almost like you don't even realize it when it's happening, you know, and then right now, now you kind of you, you, you stop and you take a look back and you kind of see that you all along you were following this plan that you might have not even consciously put together, you know? True. Yeah, I could totally relate, especially that I've heard other people say that they didn't see their profession going this way. They didn't see certain doors opening. And it's sometimes just so unexpected, unexpectedly that an opportunity just arrives to you. Yeah. And um, you kind of touched on it. Uh, when you were introducing me and how mm-hmm. you know I do this for a living and a lot of people videography is a hobby or mm-hmm. um, for for fun and there's nothing wrong with that a lot of times younger uh, guys and girls that just graduate college or in college or high school they'll um, they'll come to me for advice and stuff and I always not everyone's capable of doing this you got to be in the right situation you know after college right. I was fortunate to stay with my parents a little bit but I was able to go all in and that's what i want to tell these people is like there's no like oh sorry i can't can't do video today because i have some some you know illegitimate excuse it's got to be you kind of got it you kind of got to go really really all in in order to see because it's a tough market you know there's tons of Mm -hmm. competition like even if it's not your profession you you likely know how to shoot video most people know how to do some basic Mm -hmm. editing and stuff so to stand out you really gotta um put up a full press you know you got to go all in yeah I totally agree especially in the sports industry it's competitive industry that I've I've I'm in it also so like I completely understand where you're coming from and people also who are looking to dive into it it's all about relationships knowing the right people um I think that's what really separates yourself and also um like like you touched on that um you know people 
can do this. People just need to be vulnerable. They need to like not make excuses and just take the fear right out of it. Cause I know for me doing this podcast, it may seem like, you know, I'm just talking to someone, but I, we've never met. And so, yes, I know. um, so just for everyone realize I just DM'd him and I loved his work and yeah, she, she slid in my DM. I slid in podcast. Alex's DMs, everyone. Um, but yeah, you just need to like, you just, you know, you just need to have that mindset. Like that there's nothing bad that can come out of it. Just a simple, Oh no. Or like, or just being ghosted. I've been ghosted many times, so I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm used to it. But, but anyway, but yeah, yeah. just not being fearful of um, taking that chance. I think that's what a lot of people tend to do. That's so important, and it really goes down to like every aspect of this. Like even yesterday, I had been working on this video, and you commented on it, so I know you know what I'm talking about. Right. I, work, I was working on this video. Very creative. Kind of like, yeah, it was like a meme video just mm-hmm. to kind of make, make light of the whole um situation we're going yeah. whatever time whatever time your listeners are listening to this right now is mm-hmm. like the heat of the coronavirus pandemic so obviously everyone's dealing with it in different ways and i really wanted to just put a fun creative um twist on everything and lighten up the mood but up to the very moment that i pressed post on instagram i was extremely nervous and extremely yeah. scared you know is some people going to be offended or some people not going to mm-hmm. even like it but honestly when i tried when i i feel that almost every time i do something outside of my boundaries or mm-hmm. out of my comfort zone but you got to remember that like there's just so much content being pushed out like so even if someone even if someone thinks and there's gonna when you're getting thousands of views or thousands of likes or there's always going to be someone hating and Mm -hmm. it may even be multiple people but the thing is is that the content is just constantly refreshing if even if someone hates on you they're on to the next thing just the same way that you are and if it's creative and it's good it'll stand out if it's not you learn from what you did wrong and and you keep going and it's it's tough to tell your mind that especially when you yes. kind of deal with when you deal with anxiety and you're in that situation or anything yeah. but it feels so good when you stick to your creative guns and mm-hmm. you follow through with you follow through with this little plan that popped up in your head and you make it um a reality and it feels really good yeah totally and if any everyone who should be following Alex <laughs> but doesn't you can find him under Alexander underscore Lorenzo and you can find his um, video that we're discussing it's very creative i i overall i loved it it's about the villanova and cwa championship and you know you'll get it as soon as you watch it so <laughs> thanks um, <laughs> yeah um okay so talking about that do you since you obviously your job is about um holding a camera and you know gathering footage do you like being in front of the camera or are do you shy away from it because i tend to people flip both ways yeah so um in 2000, so in 2017, I took, this was before Ball's Life, I mm-hmm. took a full-time job as a sports reporter, and I was on camera every single day okay. talking, yeah, talking, um, commentating on the games, interviewing players and coaches and, and people, and before that, I had no, I was, I had no experience on camera, I was completely terrified, <laughs> but um, it's just like anything else, you know, you do it mm-hmm. every day. Uh, I got to the point where I was very comfortable and I considered myself decent at it. Um, Ball's life doesn't go down that um, avenue. So it doesn't, it's not really, it's not required in my current job, but I, like I said, my love for podcasting, like ultimately I want to have my own podcast and I would like for it to be on, on video as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe that skill of having that job um, will pay off in the end, but yeah, I I, uh, really enjoy both on camera, off camera, behind the computer anything involved with video yeah uh, i just love it nice okay question because i'm looking to i don't think i'm gonna do like a whole youtube thing with my podcast this is for future everyone it's not coming soon so please don't wait on it everyone that's (laughs) listening um but how long did it take you to get like comfortable in front of the camera i know it's all about repetition and you turn your uncomfortable um into comfortable but i'm just i'm just wondering I would say so. My the first assignment was football season of fall of 2017, and 
maybe some people aren't going to like this, but however long football season is, what is that, two or three months? I would say mm-hmm. it took me, it took me by the start of basketball season, I was finally like, okay, 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 I can do this. I like that but... honest answer. So it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing comes quickly, you know, right. especially something that's difficult like that. Yeah. Like talking in front of camera, you know, you have to, I'm always constantly like, when the other person's talking, I'm kind of trying to remember my question. And mm-hmm. you just, that's so true. You, you need to be like on up. top of it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then as you get comfortable, you can kind of start. That's when the in- interviews get better is when you're not remembering your question. You're actually you're asking a question. You're hearing what they have to say. And maybe, you know, screw the question you had. They just said something mm-hmm. great. And now, now you're jumping on that and the conversation and the interview is going in a much better direction than you had ever had planned. You know, so um, it's all about being comfortable. Totally. Um Okay, and I'm sorry, I don't think you said, how many years have you been um, being a videographer and creator? Okay, so... I <laughs> Go back to in... the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I started in um, 2014, 2014-2015 basketball season was like when I really started and started getting serious with it. Okay. Um, so yeah, however, uh, about six, this is probably like my sixth year um and also my best year so hopefully Mm -hmm. I can keep just keep trending upwards yeah and I gotta say that um a lot of people and especially social media the world gets so um smaller because you see so many so much content like you said um I want to say that you obviously you're you're still growing your followers and your fans and people who want to view your content but you have about 14 14k I want to say um how when did it start to like explode was it like a certain where you got all those followers or how did that happen necessarily yeah i remember the exact moment actually it was um this summer it was in july and every july there's a uh, au i don't know how familiar you are with um summer basketball like au basketball yes. yep. Bas- basically the three major brands Nike, Under Armour, and Adidas, mm-hmm. they have their teams and they handpick their teams. They have the, only the best players in the country can make these major uh, Nike, Under Armour, and Adidas teams. And then they play a circuit all summer long. Uh, Nike only plays with Nike, Under Armour only plays with Under Armour, Adidas, etc. And then in July in Las Vegas, those rules kind of go away and everyone can play with everyone. So it was really cool. Uh, July this year. Um, I don't know how familiar your fans are with high school basketball, but I'll just mention some names. The number Go one player it. in the country, the number one player in the country right now, Jalen Green. Mm-hmm. Um, he teamed up with like the number three player, jo- uh, Josh Christopher. Yep. They played on the same. They played on the same team in Vegas, and it was just electric. Like it was the things they were doing. They were playing two, three games a day. It was unbelievable. Yeah, they and go back he, to back, which is crazy. Yep, it's insane. And yeah. then you layer on that the, also the aspect of Le, uh, LeBron James and his son were there every day. Yeah. So I got to fi- I got to film like 14 year old Bronny James with his dad on the sideline and his dad nice. jumping in his dad jumping in the layup lines <laughs> and, and dunking in street clothes. Yeah. And um, we were all. It was about five of us from Ball's Life. We uh, got a house and everything and covered the whole tournament. And we were all in agreement that um, this was the best AU tournament we'd ever been to. And we just didn't want to leave and everything. And that was that was really the week with like the LeBron content and the Jalen Green content that nice. my stuff just started to, to rise up. And as basketball season kicked off, um, it's really just continued to rise. So hopefully that continues. Yeah. And, you know, like they say, you got to be the right spot at the right time. And you were. So That's <laughs> kudos so to you. Like, yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> Especially getting it on film. Like you need to be rolling, even if you don't think any action is coming. Like you'll never know a layup or um, a steal or something because it happens so fast. Yeah, I've always had a rule like never stop filming or never stop recording <laughs> because uh, believe me, I've learned I've learned the hard way of like yeah of of missing like a crazy dunk and um, not mm-hmm. having the footage and stuff. That's that's tough to swallow. Yeah, a lot of batteries and SD cards <laughs> are in Alex's exactly. bag. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Forget about clothes. <laughs> Who needs that? Mm-hmm. Only the essentials. Only the essentials. <laughs> um, awesome. Um, so going. Going um, 
back to what you do, how for people who want to take their videography or even commit to it, like make it a full time gig or, you know, pursue it. How do you succeed in being a videographer? Mm, I really get approached a lot through Instagram and even in person with Mm -hmm. aspiring videographers and heirs and, you know, asking how I did it and how I, how they can get to where I'm at and stuff. And, um, it's tough because I feel like everyone, however that, however you made it or however you made it happen, I feel like you kind of are romantic with that idea, you know, like me, I kind of pushed everything out of my life and just focused on videography and building a little business for four years of my life. And that's all I did. And then Mm -hmm. it paid off, but it's not necessarily how it can work or how it has to work for, for everyone else. I, I would just say like, consistency really matters like you have to be if you want to get noticed you may not like to do it but you have to be posting content constantly because otherwise you just kind of you kind of fall off and you don't get recognized and that's ultimately what happened you know balls life recognized what i was doing on my own and they they offered me the job you know what i mean so it's not like Mm -hmm. i i was doing what i thought i had to do and that's what i kind of tell people that they should be doing as well Nice. That's really good to hear because I'm sure everyone who's who's listening or that you gave advice to, I'm sure it means the world to them. Because um, I know back then, I bet you would want to try to gain so much knowledge about it beforehand. So that's really cool. Yeah. I'd like to ask you, like, how, like, what do you do other than the podcast, and then also how you how you decided to do this, and how's it yeah. going and everything? Um, good question. Um, I spoke a little bit about it on my fewer episodes but not in depth but I pretty much wanted to um, start this podcast because I wanted to get into broadcasting and I know it's just like how you said it's competitive out there so I just wanted to separate myself and gain relationships whether it be business related um, friends throughout the sports industry but but yeah I pretty much started this podcast just to give people um knowledge about it because I feel like going into school and I didn't necessarily I was in sports a lot so my mindset was pretty busy I'm an only child so I was very busy because my parents wanted to keep me busy um but I love sports but anyway um yeah I wanted to start this podcast just to create opportunities for others and have them listen in because I wish I had gained knowledge and know the in-depth of the industry because I think that would have been um, great for me for I know what to expect and maybe certain things that I can do that no one else is doing, how to kind of separate myself. Um, but again, I wanted to start this podcast just to showcase others as for yourself and um, just continue to grow. And, you know, um, I know I'm not like ESPN and nothing huge, but I think I have my own kind of niche that separates me. Um in the younger generation, I think that is coming up. So I really want to just, you know, just tell them it's going to be okay (laughs) not to freak out. Tell my little seven-year-old self not to stress about it. Um, (laughs) But, but yeah, um, I pretty much started this podcast just to, you know, start off as a hobby. I think how you started videography and then trying to take this to the next step, um, however it, it may come. So that's pretty much the gist, gist of That's it. Amazing! I I envy your your courage I because I I've spent so much time like um uh just pondering and wondering like how I can start a podcast and the fact that yeah. you just went out and did it is is the clear answer for everyone and should be it should be an example uh, set for everyone that has the same aspirations. Thank you. Yeah, and I want to say <laughs> people who are wanting to start a podcast. Um, it's not that expensive. I want to say the equipment is, but I learned the hard way. I got like all these boom arms and everything. And I was just <laughs> like, okay, this is way too much. <laughs> so I want to say I'll probably post something like if anyone wants to start a podcast, like certain things that are necessary um, and that you want to like it. take take it mobily, not just like a studio that you could travel with. Um, that's what I necessarily wanted to do. So I learned the hard way. Of buying too much stuff and I'm ending up now selling it on offer up. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get some percentage back of my cost. <laughs> now but, do you always um do you only do audio exclusively? Have you dabbled in 
video for the show at all? Or? Yeah. So I think I mentioned it a little bit, but um, I'm lurking to do video, um, just kind of turning them into teasers first and then obviously not do the whole like 30 or 40 minutes right now, but, you know, yeah. just to do like a teaser and then post it online to give everyone like a little sense of what their emotions are, personality is, what who the person is and kind of start it like that little by little. But yeah, that's my oh, next yeah. step. It's a great idea. A great way great for Instagram and a great way to Thank you. send people to your content. Yeah. So Alex, I know you're in New York City, but if you're ever in yep. LA, <laughs> okay, <laughs> hit me up and we'll do this face to face. Yeah. I, I, that'd be amazing. Yeah. I mean, natu- naturally, when I, uh, you sent me the link to where I can hear your podcast, uh, naturally, the first one that I clicked on was the Big Apple and I heard all about <laughs> oh my how you... <laughs> how you visit New York City and how much you loved it and everything so that was uh yeah that was, that was super cool to hear like yeah it. I'd love to go again but yeah that's so funny the big it was meant to be <laughs> oh, there you go big apple um okay so speaking of big apple and that I've traveled to um what is the favorite place that you've traveled to because obviously your your line of work you don't it's not a regular nine to five job and you don't have a specific like it's almost not like accounting or finance job. So I tend to think that you go places to capture your content. Yeah, every single day is different and every week requires some sort of traveling. Um, this year, a common phrase for me was that if it's an hour, that's a short, that's a very short uh, game for me. Like an hour away is a nice easy drive like most most of the day most of uh, the days it was at least two and a half two hours so okay. there's a lot of and those are just the day-to-day games there's there's tournaments on the weekends right. where I'm, I'm flying to california i'm flying to florida i'm flying to south carolina you know so those those are also thrown in there in the week so there's nothing repetitive about this job and you kind of gotta you gotta learn how to uh, live on the run and be healthy while doing that. And that's something I'm still obviously trying to balance. You know, I'm, I'm still fairly new to this and learning how to balance those things. But my favorite place to, to that I've been to so far, are we talking just the United States? Anywhere. Just I love, if okay. you've gone international, I'd love to hear about your international okay. trips. Okay. Italy was by far the wow. most amazing place I've ever been to. I spent 11 days there. And since I'm Italian, it was very cool to. Um... Oh my gosh, this is so perfect. You're Italian. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I haven't done the 23 in me because, you know, every, everyone freaks me out about like the cloning, like, oh, they'll save your DNA. I don't know. It just like freaks me out a list. <laughs> so I just stay away from it. Oh, we can go but... into conspiracies if you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's tiptoe in there. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so. That's funny you're Italian because I want to say that I'm some percentage of Italian because I love pasta. Like I eat pasta for days. So I that's feel like what you're going off of. That's what I'm going <laughs> off of. It's so. Wow. Isn't that a great like thought? Uh, I mean, I love tacos, so I guess I'm Mexican. Okay, yeah. see, you're Mexican because you love tacos so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay i'm sorry but you said you're italian and you've been yeah. to italy so tell me yeah, about italy, that mm, italy was unbelievable i um just, i was there in august so the weather was perfect the, nice. mediterranean, the mediterranean sea is just like i don't know if you've ever been but it's just the most i've only seen photos i'm yeah, i live in just... a cave so <laughs> okay. i'm not allowed to go out <laughs> You made it to New York. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank <Pretty> you. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's just like what you think in photos, it, it even far surpasses it. You know, the water's, mm-hmm. the water's so warm and it's it's crystal clear and it's blue. And, and um, there's a place called the Amalfi Coast. It's kind of uh, on your way. If you were traveling from Naples and you were going all the way down to Sicily on the coast side, um, Amalfi Coast is just a mountainous terrain with like one one road on the side of the mountain and it's just incredible it's one of the, it's one of the major like um vacation spots in the world but it's it's pretty mind-blowing nice. and, and i would definitely great. yeah i would recommend anyone that has interest in traveling internationally to to definitely go to italy not right now let yeah things, uh, well let, yeah let everyone <laughs> psa do we'll not fly now <laughs> yeah. um we'll dive into why you shouldn't fly now which i'm sure the world knows but um but that's that's really great that you've you know you're like you said you're not you're not um 
tied down to anywhere that you need to be in a certain location, which I think everyone that's especially now millennials and younger generations, they want to, you know, I want to travel the world. I want something. I want to be influencers. I want to be, (laughs) I want to (laughs) be just post on social media. I'm like, okay. Um, Okay. So going, Um, going on, um, we've mentioned Bala's life and I'm sure everyone here knows or should know Bala's life as like, um as far as like overtime mars real how do you how does it how is it like working with ball's life and that um company itself oh i absolutely love it because their their business model and their mindset is is what i've always actually believed in and what i've always actually loved is actually if we're going way back how i actually got into all this is even Mm -hmm. when i was seven years old my dad would take me to the biggest star um, high school basketball players in the whole country. Like he would take me to those games. I got to see LeBron James. I got to see Carmelo Anthony when wow. these guys were just in, when these guys were just in high school. I feel like I'm aging myself. There, no, but, you're not. <laughs> Go but on. even when they, you know, when they were in high school, I got to see all these guys play and then continue on their careers, whether it was college or NBA and become superstars. And I always loved that. You know, when, as soon as um, a star player walks into the gym, I, kind of gravitate toward them i always kind of know even if i didn't know that he was a star beforehand i kind of can just tell and i've always been attracted to to their game and 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 their lifestyle and and everything and and that's actually what ball's life does we don't focus so much on the game itself we Mm -hmm. follow stars and personalities and and figures and icons like believe it or not i don't know how you know maybe you're not in tune with uh maybe someone that's listening isn't that in tune with grassroots sports but mm-hmm. these kids are legitimate celebrities i mean Bronny james yeah. has has over a million followers it's crazy he's, he's 14 15 years old he has over a million followers on mm-hmm. instagram mike mikey williams same thing jalen yep. green who i meant jalen green who i mentioned earlier he's close to a million i mean these are bona fide superstars before they ever play a college game so this is it's big business it's a big market and it's, it's growing and um i love how like I was saying, balls that focus on, on the star players. And that's what we do. So a lot, I'll get a lot of flack. Sometimes I'll post a game of a, I'll post some highlights of a star player and mm-hmm. I'll get some comments like, Oh, they, they lost. Or, you know, why are you posting this? They, they lost this game. Yeah. That, you know, that matters to me. Of course, winning matters. I, winning is a huge aspect of, of sports and life, but ultimately I was, I was there to spotlight a certain kid and, and I feel like yeah. the, the highlights are still valuable even if they lost the game. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, um, I know. So people yeah, people I, tend to go a different path when, you know, know. <laughs> it's just content itself, like a post, you know, it could, whether it's like celebrities, Selena Gomez posting and they're saying, oh, your thighs are fat. It's just, it's just everywhere. It's not just sports. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. I'm learning how to like, um, I'll have my notifications like only set for comments and then like a comment will come in and your immediate reaction is like, Oh, I got to respond to this and mm-hmm. put this guy in his place or whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning that it just never, it never goes well. No. You know? So, um, and you know, what's even, gonna... you know, what's even Go. better though, when you don't respond and your fans or followers <laughs> take that guy exactly. out for you. <laughs> yeah. That's starting to happen for, happen for me. I'm getting a little nice. <laughs> nice. You have your, you have your body armor with you 24 yep. seven. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome um okay so that's really good to know so going back we've talked about you know what's happening in the world right now um people are i feel like they're going crazy society itself but sports on the other hand people are freaking about the sports because there's no sports right now like everything's suspended how i know that you follow players how how has your work been handling because i know um, since there's no sports, there's no video for you to film. And also, what do you make of all this? Yeah, so um, it, I want to be very sensitive because mm-hmm. I'm sure tons of industries and tons of people are, are out of work and, and struggling. But this specifically like the sports industry and people like myself and reporters we're being hit very hard because that's literally our job. You know, right. like, we, we can't just make up a game and and go do content on it. it's got the games have to happen and we have to be there to do our job so yeah i've um this all this all became real 
on Wednesday night, uh, I believe it was the 11th, last Wednesday, that was the night that Rudy Gobert and Donovan mm-hmm. Mitchell and, and that whole thing spiraled out of control. I was at, I was at my, my last game that I have done so far since then. I was at um, Iona College versus St. Peter's College. Iona, Iona College just hired Rick Pitino, by the way, to be their yeah. new head coach. So yep. they're in the news recently. But, yeah, I was at the Iona game. It was the MAC championship tournament. And um, things just were going crazy. Like the, the news for the NBA was coming in. We, we don't know what's happening. And I left that game, posted the content and everything. And it seems like since, that feels like it was two months ago now. And we're not even when we're at Tuesday, you know, it hasn't even been a week. And, if, and the news is just moving at an uncontrollable rate. It's just so fast. I feel like, you know, minutes feel like hours and we're getting these updates by the second um and that's just really wild you know i yeah. I, uh, I don't know what's going to happen for me and for our industry if we if it's true what they're saying how we're gonna be without sports for a, a few months mm-hmm. i understand and i understand and respect that things have to take a back seat for the, the better good of our society and our health and everything um but yeah i'm definitely going through some withdrawals and i don't don't exactly know what to do with myself case in point is why i would come up with a video like i posted uh yesterday yeah (laughs) which is smart because you know (laughs) it's relatable and what people are going through so you gotta gotta stay on your toes um but yeah that's i would like to know how you feel how you uh are affected by this and how you how i'm affected well let me just so my mom has been staying on the news and informing me many, many times, sometimes repetitive. So I'm more of a calm <laughs> and I play it like by ear and I, you know, I'm a, pre- I'm a prepare, I prepare in advance. So we got like, you know, not hoarding as I know some people are like, you know, everyone just needs to not hoard and respect that people need the same supplies. But in my case, um, yeah, You're I'm not a toilet I'm, paper hoarder, are you? I'm not <laughs> I am not a toilet paper hoarder. Okay. <laughs> I'm more of a Q-tip person. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not a toilet paper hoarder. No, but my mom, she's, God bless, like, I love my mom. Um, she'll probably listen to this. So. <laughs> but no, but she's one, she plays it calm too. But once society, like, triggers, then she becomes, like, she's like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, my God, we can't go. Like, we all need to stay in our homes, yep. which everyone should. Don't get me wrong. But like for instance like she just went to costco and got so much food because obviously we're giving it to our family members like my grandma and everyone so we're not keeping it for ourselves but anyway as far as me um i've just been just listening to the news taking it day by day and it's kind of crazy because i just recently got informed from my mom that she's like my news station um so but they're not like they're saying hopefully it's like they're just putting that longevity on it just to be sure that no one nothing backfires but they're saying like 12 to 18 months that they could get a like an antidote a vaccine so that's kind of that's kind of crazy and they're and um what else that they're starting in like san francisco they're closing like a few parts of cities like completely shut down that no one needs to go in that area whether there's markets there um, obviously restaurants are being closed, but supplies, stores, anywhere that if you're in that radius that you cannot enter there, which is kind of, kind of crazy because, you know, you think driving anywhere would be fine because you're in your own little like cocoon almost, but everything is just blocked off like in certain parts of cities. So it's, yeah, it's just crazy. It's, it's surreal because, uh, you know, I'm 26 and I don't think you know, I, I was a kid during 9-11 and it was obviously that was worldwide news, but the, the tragedy was kind of local and the effects were kind of local to this area. And I don't think I've ever lived through something that has just um, handicapped our entire nation yeah. almost, almost instantly. You know, like they're talking about in 48 hours or less, New York City could have the same um, requirements as San Francisco. And it's just it's just like unfathomable to me that like a city that just never stops for anything could just come to, could come to a halt, you know? And it's just, um, this, my opinion and my thoughts run wild 
all day on this and it's just um i think it's affecting everyone and we're all kind of learning it's it's almost like an experiment in real time of right. how we're dealing with this what can happen what will happen in the future and i just think we're so connected um we're so connected more than ever before that things are sensationalized a little bit and and, and overreacted or whatever and that's just how it is now. I mean, like, look about how, look how me and you got in touch. Like you're in California, I'm across the country in New York and, you know, with an instance where we're doing this. So it's, it's our connectivity is, is a, a definitely a part of this that I don't see talked about mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. And <laughs> I think know? one thing that I saw, um, my mom mentioned to me when they're going like Sayer brothers and all these grocery stores, because you know, it's not like, so the reason is that it's so cleared out, um, hope everyone that's, you know, not, um, <laughs> hope everyone that's listening doesn't panic that there's no supplies. It's just that it's going out rapidly. Doesn't mean the supplies are stopping just every morning they need to re like stock. So just know that if you are like saying like, oh my gosh, my store doesn't have anything. Just, you know, get there early in the morning and just restock. But anywho, um, <laughs> my mom, the a woman was going into Target and looking for toilet paper. And so clearly the aisles are all cleaned out and there's like this other um, woman in line and she has probably like two bags. Um, and so she asks the cashier, oh, is there still toilet paper left? She's like, oh yeah, it should be in the far back to the left. And they're like, okay. So she goes and she comes back and I guess the woman that was in line, she saw that she didn't have any. And so she offered her hers. And I just thought like, you know, that's really great that you're seeing someone in need that, you know, it's not like you're giving up your last role. And so I thought that was really um, kind that people need to like remember to do and not just focus on themselves because, you know, if we're going to survive this, which we will, um, we just all need to come together. So, yeah, I guess that's a good side of it is we're seeing, um, people with time on their hands and we're seeing uh, creativity and we're also seeing good deeds and mm-hmm. it really is I'm surprised and I I hate that it like takes this to this extent of a situation right. but it, it feels like we're we're coming together on this slowly but surely and um, I really I'm enjoying seeing uh, seeing that from our from our people yeah so to end off the whole virus talk everyone be okay. safe <laughs> stay just you know, be with your loved ones six feet away. I think that's the number that they're saying. Um, and just, you know, just be calm. There's nothing that, um, is like tenacious about it. Just respect like everyone's distance and we should all get through this and just keep listening, staying up to date on what's happening and continue to be in your PJs binge (laughs) and (laughs) look at Alex's content (laughs) to be determined. Um, and listen to this podcast yeah and listen to this podcast you have, <laughs> we know there's no excuses you, you have a lot of time on your hands there you go um so going away from that i wanted to since obviously not everyone knows you and so i want to get a few like get to know alex questions that people can relate to you let's do it so it's going to be kind of rapid um okay choose another career besides what you're doing now if you were to choose one. Oh man um i would say an actor Ooh, an actor so even, you have like the jawline and everything <laughs> i don't even think i have acting skills but during this whole uh phase that i'm completely out of a job right now <laughs> i was i was thinking about how i've always wanted to like get there you go there. Just get your headshot, get the right light yeah. in, you're off to the races. Yeah, that's all you need. I yeah. Mean, people people have booked commercials before for less, so Yeah. A lot of new. Just be on the lookout for Alex's head, everyone. There um, we go. Okay, favorite food. Pizza, but and it's not even in, in conversation. Pizza. Just, right off yeah, the bat, I'm pizza? Like, oh no God, no like, steak, um, no lobster, nothing like that. Well, those are probably two and three, but uh, okay. I I consider myself like a, a pizza connoisseur. I, I'm absolutely obsessed with. Uh, have you ever seen um, 
like one bite pizza reviews on YouTube. I'm sure like your listeners have what? have seen it. No. <laughs> All right. Have you ever heard of Barstool Sports? Yes. Yes. Okay. So the president, Dave Portnoy, every single day he goes to a new pizza place. Um, he lives in Manhattan, but he obviously he travels all over for work so mm-hmm. most of the time it's in manhattan other times it's in other places but every day he picks a new pizza place and he does it on camera and he reviews it and gives it a score and then uh posts the video on youtube and <laughs> it's everyone talks about it, at least like where i live and the people that i uh oh my hang God. out with so and his opinion means so much that Say he goes to a place and he gives it a nine or a nine point something. The next day, the next day, they have a line line. out the door. Yeah, around the block. So I kind of, um, and he has an app. I feel like I'm doing a plug for, for, uh, Alex needs the money, (laughs) please. He doesn't have a job. I'm an an influencer now. There you go. (laughs) Tell him, speak into existence. Yeah, hit, hit me in the DMs and I will gladly, uh, I'll gladly <laughs> give give you an endorsement. But anyways, um, yeah. So he has an app called One Bite uh, app, and you he you can find all if you don't want to watch the videos on YouTube, you can find all the scores on there, and they have a map and wow. it shows you um, where the places are. So I kind of go wherever I'm working. I kind of look up. Oh, he went to this place in in Brooklyn. Or I'm gonna try that, and it's just yeah. um, the pizza that you can get in New York City is just. It's uncomparable. I'm, I may be biased. I may be biased, but it is uh, uncomparable. I think a lot of people me. are on your side. So okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> I've definitely had good pizza. It was um, I can't remember. I've obviously footage because I rem- I have uh, on my camera, but I can't remember on the top. But it was, it's like it's Ooh. so simple, and it's like yeah, they don't try hard because the sauce is like in the crust. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, okay, I'm getting hungry. No. Oh. Wait, can we keep talking about pizza for a second? <laughs> what about pizza, Alex? <laughs> All right, no, you hit you hit it around the head. How okay, it's like so so simple in New York, like mm-hmm. that's the rule too. Is like you have to just order the plain cheese. Like you can't yeah. get like you can't get pepperoni. Not that nothing's wrong with that. Like a no. pepperoni once in a while, but yeah. um, you just go straight cheese. It's the gold medal, hundred meter dash. Yeah, the mozzarella. The it was just placed <laughs> yeah. like little. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like obviously, I've seen pictures, but I was just like, oh, it's not fully melted all over the pizza because you think cheese would be, but no, it's just basil, pepperoni, and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. jaw that's dropping. That quali- that, that's that quality cheese. I'll tell you now. Yes. I'm telling you. Okay, so since you're pizza, since your choice is pizza, do you, what do you think about the people who get pineapple on their pizza? Oh my God. Did um, I just trigger a vein? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do I'm you gonna, say to that? I'm going to totally throw my girlfriend under the bus right now. And okay. Hopefully she, hopefully she listens to that <laughs> because my girlfriend will go into like, the all-time most famous most traditional pizza place in all of manhattan nice. and she'll go in there and she'll ask for pineapple ham and she'll and she'll and she'll ask for a side of ranch to dip it in <laughs> and she's i'm happy to say because i've witnessed that she's been kicked out of uh kicked out and banned of multiple uh, oh, new york city establishments establishment. so yeah uh, that's not doesn't fly by me i'm not gonna i'm not gonna comment if i ever have tasted it but um, that's your answer got it (laughs) wow kicked out that is yeah that is pretty severe um okay everyone so you know how alex feels about pineapple (laughs) on his pizza um plain and simple that's how we like it um okay Mm -hmm. favorite music my favorite music is Hmm. So, I love Frank Sinatra. But... Oh my God, <laughs> that what? is like my husband back in there, time. I just want to say, go. Frank All Sinatra is my guy. Yep. Uh, so he was born and raised in Hoboken, New Jersey, which is right outside of Manhattan as yep. well. And he's just such a a New Jersey, New York City icon as well as a global icon. And um, my dad would just always 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 just be playing frank sinatra so uh every song of his is kind of ingrained in me and it's just there's something about it it's so soothing mm-hmm. it's so it's like it's classless it's, it's yeah, timeless it's, classless. it's like timeless. anyone can hear it and like as soon mm-hmm. as it especially now like in modern music like when once you play it, everyone just like in awe it's like it's never yep. left okay i approve yep. that answer um <laughs> there we go <laughs> dogs or cats oh 
I have both and I've always had both. Um, okay. And my opinion, I feel like my opinion, I haven't been asked that in a while and I feel like my opinion just changed because I want to oh. like, I want to simplify things and make things a little less messy and easier. And since I travel so much, I'm going to go with cat because <laughs> I think cats are kind of just chill and they take mm-hmm. care of themselves and I can I'll be able to leave them for a day or two Whereas or a adult, week, I, <laughs> <laughs> week month, you know, come back, see if they're alive, you know, <laughs> just have the food bag open yeah. and the cat litter. <laughs> Oh, that's what I literally do. My cat just—he knows how to open the the, the closet, and he just puts oh his my head god! Into the <laughs> you have a genius cat. No wonder you <laughs> love cats. <laughs> so not um, everyone can have that. Some people get the cat that scratches the furniture. So yeah, <laughs> everyone loves dogs. I love dogs, but yeah, they're just—I got I like yeah, they're dogs. more maintenance. Oh, definitely. They're yeah. Maintenance. Okay, so indoor or outdoor? For what? <laughs> like do you do you rather stay like a homebody or do you like going like i don't know camping lakes or mountains okay so since i live in and i grew up in such like a a seasonal area like we have very extreme seasons the winters are obviously some of the coldest and the the summers are some of the hottest and sometimes you could describe them as grossest because the humidity (laughs) can get get to like a hundred percent um so in the, in the spring and summer, I, I, I love being outside, but in the winter, you can definitely find me inside <laughs> in front of a, in a yeah. basketball court or in front of a computer okay, um, or just watch TV or something. I, I don't, every time I go out, when I go outside and it's freezing, I always kind of ask myself, like, why, why do I live in a place that just <laughs> hurts my, hurts my face? Like, it just hurts my <laughs> face just to go outside. <laughs> like, it's not fun. Why <laughs> do I get free Botox? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Why do I need Botox? I'm not sure what month you were here, but it can be like you're walking down the street and it's just like it's you're in pain yeah. just by walking. You know, yeah. so it's crazy. I was there like in August, so it was nice. It was just a few wins, but Ooh. no, it was really, it was nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no. it's, a, it's a nice one. I beat it right, right before. There you go. Uh-huh. There you go. Okay, Instagram or Twitter? Ooh, that's another opinion of mine that is... Um... Oh my gosh, Alex, these rapid <laughs> questions are not working out for you. I'm sorry, I like to talk okay, about Okay, go, go for it. You need right. a podcast. I just want to say, yeah. everyone, Alex needs a podcast. This is the final affirmation that I needed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go for it. Uh, all right, Instagram. I'll try and keep it to one word, okay? Happy. Okay, let me ask you, why Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> it's so personal like I, it's even changed my editing habits um i'll always crop the video uh closer to the viewer like i want i want the subject whether it's a basketball player or a football player or whatever i want him closer to the subject so i always go with like the square crop or the rectangle crop mm-hmm. because it's instagram so personal i want their faces to be relatable and i want the viewer to be engaged and and stay on my page and everything so Instagram seems to be very, um, very personal, very sensational, like pictures and videos mm-hmm. just, just do so much better on there. And But uh, Twitter has its um, value too. Twitter, obviously right now for news. Whether yeah, it's that's what I'm going to say. It's like, I feel like yeah. Twitter is like for people's thoughts and yeah. mm-hmm. memes and news and yeah. It's almost become like a, it's like a water cooler or a newspaper or a combination right. of both, you know, mm-hmm. so it's cool. I could see that. Okay, yeah. one person that you'd want to follow you on Instagram could be anyone, one person. Oh my god, that's a really hard one. Um, one person I'd want to follow on Instagram. Choose wisely. This may <laughs> manifest. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, it could. Um, I would say LeBron James. Um, Thought you were gonna go there. Everyone yeah, has said him. <laughs> it's uh, just, just been like, a trend. <laughs> Yeah, just my like, I guess my age, and you know, I w- I just missed Jordan. He he was like at mm-hmm. the very end of his career with the Wizards when I was young, and then um, obviously seeing LeBron play in high school, I was just starstruck. And then mm-hmm. um, it's kind of come full circle now that I get to cover and film. I his know son. It, it's it's pretty amazing. And um, yeah, so yeah, that'd be a crazy, that'd be a cool King cool James. Follow. Okay, yep. King James. Yeah. If, he's if you're listening to this <laughs> podcast or anyone right or now, any so. family members of him, send this message over. There we go. Um, okay. PS4 or Xbox? Xbox One? Anything? 
Xbox because I've I'm an no Xbox longer play person video- too. Yep, I no longer play video games like console video games, but the last the last one I had was Xbox, and okay. I've always I have a. Uh, the controller is bigger and I'm a bigger guy. So, you know, <laughs> Makes I always sense. Felt, yeah, I've always felt the PS4 controller was just like so small. Yeah. And light, so like a little remote. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Um, Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. I think that isn't that everyone's answer. Am I wrong? Um, I think I choose Hulu. I don't know why. I think oh, Netflix wow. okay. is like pre-recording, but I think Hulu, I don't know. I feel like I watch a lot of, my shows. What do you like there. about Hulu? Um, like live TV. I don't necessarily do a lot of live TV, but I th- guess the shows are more that I watch are on Hulu rather than Netflix. I do. Watch, I tend to watch Netflix now, watching like documentaries, um, with more with more time on my hands. But but yeah, I don't know. Does, I, I go Hulu, both ways. Does Hulu have Seinfeld? I am not one hundred percent sure on that. Are you a Seinfeld like member? part of yeah, the community I say, <laughs> no i was gonna i was gonna say that would have changed my opinion immediately okay are you like every guy the... are you obsessed with the office no i, I that is i don't like the office okay because I, I would have to end this right people. now no, I'm <laughs> i bet you can guess the, the podcast all the podcasts that i like though. yeah okay so it may be like every no. other guy i don't know no <laughs> okay oh my gosh okay so your answer is netflix got it Yes. Um. Yep. What What are you binging right now? Anything particular? Um. I just started Narcos, which I'm kind of embarrassed about because everyone talked about it for forever, and I'm and I'm mm-hmm. just I'm a little late late to the party, but I'm excited to see what uh, yeah see what it's, see what it's got. So okay. Would yeah. you rather get dunked on or crossed up? Oh, I've I've experienced both. So, which um... one did you least like? <laughs> Okay, so the most recent one was just like two weeks ago, and I was playing. Oh, uh, I was playing at a um, so Red Bull and Team USA. They had this really cool thing. It was like a, a media All Star basketball game at the um, Brooklyn Nets Arena at the Barclays Center, and the very first play of of my first game, I got my ankles broken. <laughs> what? I got, my, I got my ankles broken by like the most simple move. And I ended up on my butt oh. out of, I ended up on my butt out of bounds. And pretty much the entire yep. gym was, was screaming and, and laughing. And, um, I've posted so many ankle breakers that I filmed this year that I felt like it was literally the world. Just, <laughs> just, just giving it back to me and giving me some payback. So yeah. well, <laughs> if I had yeah, next... if I had to if I had to choose one that I would prefer I'd prefer to get dunked on because getting crossed over seems much more uh, humiliating and I'm just happy that that video hasn't yeah. surfaced yet. So I was gonna say a lot of people choose the dunked on because they say you know I give effort like I I'm putting I'm like I'm trying to block it so I'm giving some type of effort but when you're crossed up there's not much effort that goes into it. Marlena, it's like you're reading my mind right now. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yes. Like I, my, my excuse would just be like, hey, I'm playing defense. I don't yeah. care. I, uh, I tried to block it. Yeah. So. I feel like I'm showing my JaVel McGee. <laughs> so there you go. I'm trying to block a shot. but I, You pick the guy who gets yeah. dumped on the most yeah. often. <laughs> yeah. So, so there you go. Um, yeah. Okay. So if you were to have someone represent you, a sponsor, who would you choose to represent you? Is it a pizza company? Oh. What What are you choosing? <laughs> oh, like an like an endorsement? Yeah. Um, if you're a big time, like big influencer status, who would you want to do that? Okay. Um, hmm. I think. <laughs> Got law on your mind? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to say like if this is a bad answer or not, but I would think like whoever is the most like the most reputable i want to like because I've, I've i've you know even though i'm only at 14k i've already started to like get some um offers to like it was last showcase week, a product or like, something yeah, yeah. And i was like oh my oh my god am i an influencer now it was like that moment <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know i immediately was like oh yeah I'll, i you know my thought in my head was like yeah i'll do it but then the more i thought about it i was like I want to really wait till yeah. um, I I like the product and I would like I would endorse it myself. So it would have to be a good mix of um, me really liking the product, it being reputable and like the right deal. So 
So what company uh, are you thinking in the future? <laughs> spit spit a Ni- company out. <laughs> Nike or Gatorade. Okay. Okay. Yep. Those are good ones. Those are, they have lots of money, so you know they could spend it on you. There we go. Okay. In and out or Chick-fil-A? Oh, you ask hard hitting questions. Oh my god. These are um, like like life <laughs> serious questions. <laughs> All right. In and out. I would have to say, I've had to choose one. I'll choose it now, but you know what beats both of them is the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich beats both of them. Oh my God. You were on that same train as everyone else. (laughs) Were you like in a 30 or 40 minute line at one time waiting for one? No, I did not get stabbed over. Okay. You didn't get run over. I waited until the storm calmed down, and then I went and tried oh, it. Oh, smart. Very <laughs> smart. You don't want to get anyone angry about food. Yeah. And it was delicious. And if some by some chance anyone out there hasn't tried it, get the get okay. the spicy chicken sandwich and Popeye's. No pickle. It's great. No pickles? What do you have against pickles? Do you think they go with a I love pickles. I don't oh, know okay. about I don't know about sandwich, but I love pickles in general. <laughs> okay. Right. So in and out. There you go. Um, choose one place to vacation. Uh, I've always wanted to go to Hawaii, and right now you can go to Hawaii for like a hundred bucks, but I don't know how safe it is. So. <laughs> yeah, I get trapped on an island. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, every day I've been checking. Like last, I was last gonna night. say, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> last night I last night I checked, and I could have left today for like and got a round trip for like 175 bucks but uh wow i don't think i don't think that's fair to the hawaiian people yeah. who are literally <laughs> isolated on an island if we just all start invading their uh their land Next, you know it's like overpopulated <laughs> people are, yeah. are gonna start living yeah. on their boats <laughs> yeah so let's be smart people oh no no God. no more toilet paper and lay off the <laughs> lay off the traveling right now <laughs> okay hawaii got it i've been yep. there obviously not yep. this year but i've been there before it's, wow. it's beautiful okay. yeah um okay a secret talent you have oh my god we know secret you've got talent. him alex don't be shameful of him. a secret talent i have is eating a talent yeah what can you, how many like how many pizzas you can fit in your mouth or what Okay, so a whole pie is normal for me. I can that you can consume. Yeah, that's like normal. And like, I, what? And what's I'll your like, time? What's your time frame? Like, how long does it take you? Do you time yourself? Not like no, I'm not. I'm not a competitive. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I can just. I think I can just eat like much more than the average human. So okay. uh, yeah, yeah. I get a whole pizza, and if we're like with, if we're with like one or two other people, then like we're ordering another one too. So. Wow! So them to share, and you can have your own twelve yeah. slices. Got it. You always got to make sure you ration it out. Yeah, <laughs> got to get extra when you're eating with Alex. I feel yep. bad for your girlfriend. I'm sure the bill is always like oh, so yeah. high. Oh, I'm covering it though. So it's yeah. fine. Okay, good, <laughs> smart man. <laughs> Didn't know if you guys split or not. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, one thing that's on your bucket list. Um. One thing that's on my bucket list is to cover the NBA. I've co- okay. I've um I've covered college this season, high school obviously. I've covered NBA players like um probably the coolest thing I've I've ever done is I got to do a day in the life with Steph Curry, just me and him. Wow. And it was in Oakland and I was scared out of my mind. Like, but you didn't was, show it obviously. No, my Yeah. Um, poker not, face not that i know of like he was he was super cool like all uh, right during an interview and stuff he was very cool and, and nice but i was shaking yeah hopefully hopefully not visibly but it was one of the coolest <laughs> things i ever did so um we see footage yeah, was, in your camera is like exactly. <laughs> yeah so that was that was that was super cool and i would like to then like take it on to the court i would like to cover in an, an nba game in any uh in any capacity that would be That'd be a dream come true. Nice. That's really yeah. cool, though. Like, yeah. how? So, how was he? Like, and how long was your your filmage? Uh, okay, so he obviously, and he's just announced some more stuff that he's doing because of the yeah. uh, the virus. I know him and his just, wife. Yeah. yeah, 
they're such great people. They're such humanitarians and they're constantly doing stuff for, for charity. So the event that I was at was kind of a charity case. It was, it was to showcase basketball players who are very underrated and aren't getting the same attention as others. So mm-hmm. that's the way, that's the way Steph was when he was in high school, he was very under recruited and underrated. So he's right. kind of given, given back to his own, that's awesome. his own people. And, um, you know, I, he just looks like a normal guy. Like you wouldn't think that he's one of the top three best basketball players in the world because mm-hmm. he just is so, and I don't mean this in any disparaging way. He's just so average looking. He's, he's yeah. skinny. Like he's, you know, he's not, he's not overly muscular. He's, mm-hmm. he's kind of average height or short for the NBA. And I think that's, what's so relatable about him is kids all over the world. They see LeBron flying through the air and running over people and he's six, eight, 250 right. pounds and they may think damn i'm never gonna be able to do that but they can get in the gym and they can shoot a thousand shots and they can someday shoot like steph curry so yeah it's inspiring for them and that's why he's grown so much globally but um that day was just a huge moment in my career and uh yeah it's something i'll be able to talk about and, and tell people about the rest of my life because he's obviously a, a hall of fame player so was your conversations ever away from filming like did you guys sit down and have like I'm like, did, were you, did you guys go on a date? What? <laughs> Give us the scoop, Alex. <laughs> um, you know, it's kind of it's kind of funny just being around him for like an extended period of time because you kind of get to learn how strange it is for these guys. Like, fifty. Like we were on a countdown. He was arriving to the to the um, the event, and like you know, they have a manager saying like. 15 minutes like there's wow. everything is time you know yeah. he, he rolls up he comes out of his um he's in like a customized like mercedes mm-hmm. van where he can just like he can chill in the back he doesn't have to drive and the door opens he comes back and everything is like scheduled and everyone's staring at him and we're <laughs> we were setting up this 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 like photo shoot in the locker room and i was just looking at him and it's just like man like he has to sit there you know by himself and all these people are just like staring at him a whole bunch of eyeballs on him from. yeah yeah and it, it really kind of gave me a glimpse into what that's like and we all we all think that we we want that life and we want mm-hmm. to be famous and everything but we don't think about some of the things that come with it and how you how you'd have to handle that and deal with that and that was a big learning experience um from for me getting to see how how super celebs are are have to, what they have to deal with you know yeah totally so everyone who's listening out there alex is saying don't become famous so no. keep on your average hat and no, i'm just kidding <laughs> no, no I do but say, you, you you may like this uh he has done so much for uh women's basketball oh and yeah probably probably women in general that i made sure uh i made sure that a topic we talked about was what he's doing for the women's game because that's camp I was talking about that uh, he had. Not only does he do that for the boys, but he does that for the girls. Mm-hmm. And I believe he has two daughters himself. So uh, he's really been like a trailblazer as yeah. the women's as the women's game is growing. Uh, he's really helping out. So that's that's obviously special. Yeah, he's definitely pushing the envelope um, yep. more than others. So that's awesome to see. Um, okay, so take a breath you finished the rapid questions wow i made it <laughs> yeah you made it just an hour later i'm just kidding i'm so sorry um okay so last final question um what's next for you i know you're saying that um i know it's kind of tough because the virus thing it's kind of holding certain things back um obviously what you do but past this if you can see past this what's next for you what other aspirations that you look forward to doing yeah, we're um, we're in a waiting game, as you said, right now. But uh, mm-hmm. up next, up next would be if they play, it'll be the like major summer events that I was telling you about. Um, the Under Armour, Nike, and Adidas. That'll be okay. huge. You know, we travel all over the country for that. Other than that, what's next for me? Um, Personal on the horizon, goals. Anything? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was gonna get to. Is that this has kind of been a wake up call for me? Is like maybe I should try and diversify a little bit. Maybe I should try and add other streams of income, try other things. Maybe, the, maybe this is a great time to experience experience with the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so a personal goal, what's next for me is to kind of uh, diversify myself and my talent and my business uh, a little bit in, in this time. Yeah. Okay. that's a, Thank that's, you. 
that's a that's a smart answer <laughs> i approve that one um but no um but yeah totally that i think people now working from home and you know having uh, more time on their hands than usual um whether it be commuting hours or driving back and forth from work um i think a lot of people are going through their minds of what to do next what's the next exactly. thing what's the after this or um, during this, what can I do? Um, so that's really smart. And I want to say for the podcast of how I started, um, I did like three months of hardcore research nonstop, like YouTube, looking at like how to do it and everything. And I want to say that there's so much like research out there that you can do. But I think what triggered me was once the products from Amazon got delivered, and I was like, okay, they're here. I need to <laughs> yep. do this now. It's, Nothing is holding me back. Yeah. <laughs> but um have, now have you ever done it do you ever do it by yourself or is it always with a guest no i do do it by myself and i gotta say when i first started it was Awkward. i feel like i was yeah like a crazy person at first <laughs> like because there's no one in front of me and I, I was like you know i should probably like put some posters like act like i have an audience or something yeah <laughs> but but yeah i do tend to do some by myself but um i gotta say you're looking to do it I just want to tell everyone that it can be fearful and it you it's okay to do a couple retakes you know like just practice practice makes perfect but um but yeah I have done some by myself and it's you got to get used to it obviously um but I think what really helps is you have like you're prepared you have sheets and topics of what you want to discuss and sometimes you think it's going to be um an hour long but it ends up being 30 minutes and that's okay because shorter episodes like there's no time limit on episodes if your listeners like your content that's what's gonna matter so yeah. or if you have me on and we could yeah talk all if day. you get alex on <laughs> your your thing your podcast is gonna boom 150 percent, everyone yeah. so um yeah. but alex thank you so much the time has come okay. um i enjoyed this so much i hope you did also and it was just yeah, lots of laughs. I always tell my <laughs> listeners, like, you know, it, this isn't a podcast to get too serious because we talk about, you know, certain topics, but I feel like we always tend to laugh and kind of navigate towards having a good time, which we had no problem doing. But everyone, Alexander Lorenzo, again, you can find him on IG, um, Alexander underscore Lorenzo, L O R E N Z O. And. Do you have anything to say to my listeners or fans out there? <laughs> uh, please keep supporting this podcast because this is oh, one of the coolest kind. things. Yeah, this is one of the coolest things I've done so far in my career. And like, I just want to reiterate that I've said to you a few times. I, I really, really appreciate you reaching me out, and I mm -hmm. hope you continue with what you're doing. And hopefully, in some time, you could have me back on. And, uh, I know. <laughs> I know. So. I feel like this this flow was great so you know it, it, it really was yeah and we both love frank sinatra so that was the ticket so you answered yeah, the right well, question to come back on a second time i just yeah, wanted to a tell lot you. of similarities here basketball pizza frank, frank sinatra, sinatra. So. crazy yeah but yeah, so. thank you so much everyone um thanks for listening and everyone be safe out there um calm is the best way to to go about this and alex thank you so much it was a pleasure and um, I'll hit you up again and so for we can talk about other crazy things like pizza and pineapple and you know <laughs> but thank you so much again for coming on it was a pleasure thank you for having me on okay bye guys right, bye